everyone. You are listening to River West Radio on WXRW. This is Life is Awkward. We have a guest today. We're going to be talking about minimalism. Hi. It's Jess Poisel. Uh, I am a, a person that lives in the River West neighborhood, a graphic designer by trade, but I dabble in many different creative things, um, art and creative reuse and trying to live simply. So we're, so we're talking about minimalism today, and I just want to ask Jess, what, is, what does minimalism mean to you? Um, it is the kind of the, the way that I try to lead my life in a uh, simpler manner. Um, I uh, have reduced a lot of my uh, physical belongings um, in search of finding more mental peace, because uh, the less stuff I have, physically, the less I need to worry, um, which is, uh, yeah, it kind of affects all areas of my life, but it brings in a lot of um, just how I approach the world and uh, how I uh, interact with the environment as well. So the less stuff I buy, the less I impact the environment. And um, yeah, sorry, that was kind of a rambly answer. <laughs> No, no, I think that was good. Um, so do you find that, so like how does like being minimalistic and like reducing these things make you feel? Like do you, like are you in, what kind of state are you in before you kind of go into these things and then like after you kind of like contemplate in your head or like let go and get like release some things, like do you feel better right away or does it take a while? Uh, I would say there's definitely like a sense of accomplishment after you've kind of cleared out a space. Uh, I will just kind of use the example of moving from a single family home to a duplex. So my partner and I had a single family home and uh, there was a point where I was like, why do we have so much house for two adults and two small dogs? This doesn't make any sense. Um, so we knew we wanted to downsize, but we had also kind of accumulated a lot of things over the course of our time in that space so um it was like hard to go through my things i'm a crafter so i had like a whole bedroom that was dedicated to like all the stuff that i had like i had like two side closets like um side closets and the like where the roof line is mm -hmm. there's just like these big spaces um just full of like paper and fabric and things that i was saving because i was going to remake them into something and i had all this stuff and I was holding on to it because I was like, I have all these projects I want to do, but it would like, there's no way I'd ever, as a one human being, have time to use all of these supplies and projects. And a really good friend of mine came over and kind of helped me go through it. And she was my, she helped me just like get rid of things. She's like, do you want it? Don't want it? And then like we would, and, and I would like limit myself to so many totes and all of this. And I would, for al almost a year, I spent like, I, I would like fill up my car with a donation to Goodwill just to like get it out of my house because I was like it'll be less to move when we move and all of this stuff and it was a hard transition but like now that we are in River West and we've established ourselves in this duplex and we have less things we're down to one car we share it I ride my bike everywhere um I don't have to worry so much about the upkeep and maintenance of all of these things um that were kind of taking up a lot of mental space when I did have them and they were worries and they were things to deal with or I had mm -hmm. to fix this thing because it was broken or replace it and so the more that I release, the easier it is to just kind of like do things that are interesting to me and like have experiences instead of stuff. Like I'm a big proponent of like 
go have a nice dinner or go see a show or do something that is exciting um, and something that you're interested in instead of like, oh, here's this like thing that I've been wanting. And then you get that thing and you're like, oh, well, I don't really have a use for this anymore. And it's like sitting in a closet or it's broken or it's not in <laughs> style anymore or right. whatever it may be. Um, so, yeah, I think that that's been really helpful in my own life to just kind of it helps me focus in on what's actually important. Do you ever have piles? Because you said you have piles of things like you want and that you don't want to get rid of. Do you ever have that pile that's, I kind of want to keep it, but I'm not sure yet, like an unknown pile? Kind of. Like my system now is I have this part of this dresser. There's like this little door. So it's like this little cubby almost. And if there's a thing that I'm like, I don't need this anymore, it goes in there until it gets full. Mm -hmm. And then once it's full, I'll like pull those things out and then look at them one more time, throw them in a box and then get rid of them kind of thing. So they hang out. So there's like this, I get like a grace period of time where things can just chill out for a little bit. And if it does come, Oh yeah, I did actually want to wear Could that you use shirt. It? Yeah. Yeah. Like, like you use the stuff in there. I would pull it out okay. sometimes, yeah. but usually, I mean, I would say 90% of the time, the stuff that goes in there is like, it's done. I don't mm. have a use for it. I'm over it. It's out of my life and it's fine. Um, it's just more of like a, a holding area to, um, store things, uh, Right. And you know where that stuff is in case like a moment were to come and you're like, oh, maybe I will use that. And then right. you know that it's something that you will use. I need to do more of this. Like my closet is filled. <laughs> and yeah, it's like I think it takes time to kind of just start being mindful about that and establishing those habits. Because I would too, just like, oh, I got this shirt and it's really cute. And like, maybe I'll wear it. And it would like stuff that would just hang around for years and years mm -hmm. and years. And I was like, I you really have, you haven't even like, you forgot you owned this. Like, do you really need this around? Like, just let it go. And I also keep in mind once I do get rid of something that if I really, really needed that thing or something like it, the chances are I can go replace it. Mm -hmm. But if it's like, you know, it hasn't been used for six months, then go be gone, leave my, my physical space. So I have less to deal with. Not to say that I don't have art and other things hanging up in my house, but those all have like meaning to me and I have a place for them. So it's not like, I think when people think minimalism, they think of like a very kind of like, you know, Norwegian kind of aesthetic of like, everything is like very sparse and you have like one vase on the center <laughs> of a table okay. and that's it. You yeah. know, and it's like, that's all, but I'm like, no, I have like knickknacks and tchotchkes, but they fit the physical surfaces that I have and I had to get rid of things because we went to a smaller space. So there were some things that I was like, yeah, you don't need that anymore. And I had stuff packed away for like three years and we just put up shelves in our living room and I was like unpacking things. I'm like, Oh, it's like Christmas. Where were these things? Where did they, they, I've been, they've been hiding my been books. Hiding yeah. It was kind yeah. of like finding old friends. So there was like a little joy in that, but then there was also stuff that doesn't fit in the house and I was like all right it's going in a tote and it's gonna get gone like we're gonna donate it at some point when I have enough of those things to kind of fill the car up and release them um so it's for sure a process like I don't recommend doing it all at once it's just mm -hmm. kind of building little habits and being mindful about okay I'm bringing something new in so I'm gonna something needs to go because I only have so much physical space right well, well, what kind of advice would you give someone that maybe like would have an emotional attachment to something, even though something they shouldn't really have an attachment to, but say they like liked this sweater, but they haven't worn it in months. So they should get rid of it because who knows if they'll ever wear it again, but they're just like 
can't get rid of it. Yeah. Um, I would say my inkling, cause I'm a maker, uh, I would like make it into a pillow or something mm, like yeah. I would make it into something, something different useful. so you could, yeah, something that you might use or if you wanted to give it away to a friend kind of thing, if it was like a gift from them, but you're no, no longer using that and you can mm -hmm. kind of remake it into something. Or if you really, if it was something that you can't really remake into anything and it still has a use and maybe shouldn't like somebody else can wear it as a sweater. There's, I have like a fine line of like reusing clothing. Like it's kind of like if the clothing is dead, like the armpits are done or it's holy, I'll <laughs> yeah. make it into a pil pillow or something else. I'll use the fabric for another application. Okay. Um, but I've heard that you can also just take pictures of things too. Like, oh, just, so you kind of remember it that yeah, way. Yeah. Huh. So you can have That's like, so it's more of like data that right, you're, you're, yeah. you're having. Um, but then but you have a box of pictures or like a storage yeah. on your computer of pictures. Right, right. So it's like you have this that needs to live somewhere too. So there in is. The cloud. Yeah. But it's, it's living in the cloud, but it's yeah. still kind of like digital stuff, I suppose. Huh. Yeah. I never even thought of that. Mm -hmm. So then are you kind of like that too when you go travel? Like you don't pack much because you can always buy stuff when you're there if you need it? I try to be uh, better because when I used to travel when I was uh, younger, it was always so hard for me to decide like, what am I going to wear and what am I going to bring? And like slowly over time, I've kind of modulized my, my wardrobe. So like mm -hmm. things mix and match pretty easily. I love dresses for when I need to dress up because it's like, I can pair that with like a sweater and tights and boots and be done. And it's good for winter or I can wear it in the summer. Um, it's just like simple little kind of life hack things like that. And like, this is, you know, like the colors that I like, they kind of all mix and match and go together in a way that I feel comfortable with. So I'll try to bring like some base pieces with and yeah, if I do need something, I can go get it. Mm -hmm. I'm not that extreme about it. Um, and I also tend to visit like when I, when we do travel, it's more of like I'm visiting people I know too. So like okay. I'll go visit my sister in California and we're about the same size. So I'm like, ah, oh, Katie will have something for me. It's fine. I don't need to worry about it. Like <laughs> she'll have something I can wear if I don't have this thing specifically for what it is that we're doing. But I try to be flexible in that stuff too. Um, and I'm pretty, I'm pretty simple. Like my stuff right. doesn't get super fancy. So yeah, I always wondered like that. Cause I'm the type of person that packs so much stuff. I have like 20 outfits, even though I'm only going to be there five days and have like all these bags. I'm like, well, I'm never going to know what I'm going to wear. And like, I pack like food, not thinking that there's going to be grocery stores there. And like, <laughs> I don't know. So I'm just like curious how people do it. If you were the type of person that like only brought a couple shirts and like not even like shampoo. Cause you're like, Oh, I can just buy it when I get there. Like I don't need to be traveling with it, but yeah. I don't know. I know there's other people I hope at least like me out there that are packing tons of stuff and need your advice <laughs> that like, Oh yeah. To minimalize. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. No, it was a really big, and even now, even though I'm simpler with what I have as far as possessions go, it's still really hard for me to pack because like weather is a thing and like I get cold a lot. So I'm always very concerned about having enough layers, even if mm -hmm. I'm going to a warmer climate. I'm like, well, if it's 50, I still need something that's pretty warm. But again, more basic pieces, things I know that will mix and match and just kind of like laying everything out and being like, okay, and the rest you can't bring with you. And it's going to be like, it's going to be fine. You like these things, you'll be fine. And you may have an opportunity to wash it too. Like there may be a, like a place where you can like do your laundry and stuff if it's a longer trip. That's true. Yeah. There are washing places. I have mm -hmm. to remember that too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So minimalism. And then you said that kind of like tied hand in hand with environmentalism. Like how do those two play similar to you? Um, 
I would say because you are, if you are living more minimally, you're, you're probably not buying as much stuff. Mm -hmm. So the whole thing with buying things is like, what is it packaged in? Right. How, like how much, how many things are surrounding this one object that you're buying? Like we do have an Amazon Prime account and like, I feel bad about using it because it like comes with all of this packaging waste. And I'm like, I'm going to use the plastic bags for Plarn and try to reuse the, uh, the rest of the packaging for other things. Like I save all of my wrapping paper for other gifts moving forward for the very small amount of gifts that I give. Um, but yeah, the less you buy, the less waste you're producing. And I also kind of, and maybe this is more the maker in me of like trying to find uses for things that I have mm -hmm. used and maybe they're worn out or they're like, I will mend, I will repair. I will try to just like get as much life out of a thing as like phys as much as I can, like as physically possible. So what is like the craziest thing or the most intense thing that you've made out of these like materials? Like what did you use and what did you make? Do you know? Out of, yeah, I was like, I don't know if like, I don't have anything like Or something that you crazy. really liked um, that you made, I guess. I do take like my old kombucha bottles, like the glass bottles and yeah. I have made like, I'll crochet little um, plastic Plarn like cozies for them with handles so I have like a reusable water bottle oh nice and I do that with my coffee mugs as well because I um whenever whenever I've had like a water bottle or a coffee mug I'm always like I want a handle like something I can clip onto or like something I can hold my hand into if I'm walking around with it mm -hmm. um so that was kind of my like little design answer to that problem and so I would crochet like these things and I I have them with me and I'll go get coffee from different coffee shops and stuff and the baristas will be like oh my god what is that it's made out of plastic and like so a lot of people get really excited about that because I'm using kind of this basically garbage right. to make something that is functional and I think they're really fun um so that's pretty creative that's something that I enjoy doing and then um I have used old clothes to kind of do I have a really we have a pillow room at our house instead of a couch because <laughs> we live on the floor I do a lot of okay. yoga and stuff um and the space was way too small for the couch that we had. So it was like, we need to get rid of this. It's not working in a, in a logistical way that makes sense. Um, so, uh, my partner is, he likes to play a lot of video games and he's a pretty cozy guy. So he's like, what about a pillow room? That'd be amazing. So mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, well I'll make a bunch of put, like we'll get pillow forms or like I took old pillows and put that made that like all the stuffing from old pillows and made like a big like floor cushion. And I had another one that it was like, I used to quilt when I was younger, just machine quilt, not hand quilting. That's a whole other ball game. But, um, I've made like quilts for your beds and stuff. And so I knew how to do that. And I was like, I want to make like a quilted pillow. And I had a bunch of his old shirts and like other random fabrics that I had been hanging on to. And so I used all of those to kind of create a pillow cover as well. Um, I've crocheted with like old t-shirts too, like baskets. Oh yeah. I, I used to have like a big yoga ball. And I cro like, it's almost like it was like a giant hacky sack. Cause I like crocheted a cover for it. Like oh two Did it still ends. work? Yeah. You could still sit on it. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. But it was like one of those really big ones. It was like a physical therapy thing that I had for a while and I don't use it anymore for that, but, and it's, we're in the smaller space. So it's actually been like sitting in my basement. I should really release it and get rid of it. So <laughs> yeah, like, I was going to say, do you make these things and then eventually have to get rid of them? Cause you're like, Oh, well this is like too much stuff now. Yeah. Like that's a kind of a problem too. Is like, I try to make things and then give them to people or okay. just share them with others. You know, if they, if they like them, like, 
um, a friend of mine was like, oh, I love your water bottle. And I was like, I'll totally make you one. Right. And she was like, you don't have to do that. And I was like, no, I will. <laughs> and like we made her one and she like loves it. She totally enjoys it. So like I enjoy sharing that. Um, and now I my goal is to kind of share that making with other people and try to do workshops and like teach people these methods mm-hmm. of making and using stuff that you might have around your house or things that you're accumulating and stuff that doesn't necessarily like work in the waste stream uh, as far as like recycling goes. Cause like plastic bags, you're not supposed to throw in a single stream. Like that needs to kind of, you know, all those like big boxes that they have at like pick and save and other um, okay. like grocery yeah. stores, like recycle your bags here. That's like a whole mm-hmm. I different... feel like no one does that. Yeah. They just throw out their bags and not even thinking to go to the store to recycle their bags. Yeah. I like when I was using plastic bags before I started getting like I have a bunch of reusable bags now. Um, I would like shove them in there because I felt okay. bad about I would like feel bad about it. I have a lot of eco guilt. Um, <laughs> so I'm really mindful about a lot of that stuff. I've seen way too many pictures of animals like encased yeah. in pla- plastic and just hearing all the stories mm-hmm. about like you know, animals like ingesting this stuff and how they're, it's just so prevalent in our, our environment. And we're kind of, if you don't pay attention to it, you don't really think about it anymore. And I've been paying attention to it for so long. It's kind of at this level of like worry. Like, I feel like I need, I need to do my part to at least try to like divert things. Um, so yeah, I guess to kind of loop back to like the beginning of this question, that is part of why minimalism leads into environmentalism because then I have less stuff and I'm just like, there's more of a conscious effort when you're being minimal to like not accumulate so much, not buy so many things. And so you're, you're not expending so much. So it like ties it, minimalism ties in with my ego guilt basically. Right. No, that makes total (laughs) sense. I think more people should be like that and just be very mindful um, of what they're putting into the environment and what they're buying and like what they're, bags they're using i'm always so surprised when i go to the grocery store they just always do plastic unless Mm -hmm. you ask and it's like no you should be at like well one you should most places ask if you want paper or plastic but they'll always like if they don't ask or you don't say anything they'll do plastic i found yeah but i feel like people should be doing paper and i think people should be buying more of those like bags that people you can just like put your groceries in one they're so much bigger and the bags don't break yeah i've had so many paper bags break yeah they're (laughs) really nice yeah um so I think that's like a very good point that people should just be very mindful of like what they're buying and what types of products they're buying and using and packaging. Um, yeah. And just being mindful and minimalistic of it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I think it's kind of like leads into like the less is more mentality. Like, the less stuff you like just because you don't have a lot of stuff doesn't mean your life is worse off it just means that it's probably a little simpler and more streamlined you might never even be home that's why you don't have anything you're just constantly on the go right that too it kind of allows more space to like access things in your community or like keep yourself busy with other things that are interesting to you and not be so like oh i've got to like clean all my that was like a big part of getting a smaller house actually was cleaning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I, was like, I am so sick of cleaning my house because it takes forever. I don't want this much space anymore. I'm over it. Like I'm super over it. So it's like, that's a really nice thing about having a smaller space too. It was like, it was less to clean. It's less to keep up. Um, mm-hmm. My mom was like really hyper about cleaning when we were kids. So it was like one of those like, Saturday yeah. we're all gonna clean and yeah, like she gets yeah. really I know upset that well. if we weren't participating or if we didn't do stuff during the week she'd get really annoyed with us 
okay, I'm sorry. It like became this like stress point, you know? So, um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I totally get that. And I really like the fact that you said that you use like all your like extra like plastics and stuff to make things because you do need also that outlet to like de-stress and like whatever you need to do, just like a hobby and mm -hmm. stuff. And that's like a great way to just help the environment minimalize and do something good for yourself and yeah. just like release everything and be in the moment. Um, and that's also like, well, maybe that's not really minimalistic, but yeah, I mean, I think that, that everyone should do that. I don't know if you have any other tips like for people to be more minimalistic or, um, and like you said, like not to do it all right away, but just like gradually. Yeah. Yeah. To start off small. Like, is there something that you would maybe start, like, what was the first thing you started getting rid of first? And, or like the first thing that you thought like, well, or that you went through maybe and were like, well, I don't really maybe need this. Yeah. I'm trying to think back. Um, and I'm trying to think what I would even do first. I think it was kind of, I started probably just using like reusable bags at the stores. Okay. I'm just buying a couple of those totes and I had other tote bags. Like they just kind of, they're very pervasive now. So I think you can find them. Um, and then just getting in the habit of like, I have some in my car for when I'm driving my car. And now that I ride my bike everywhere, I like, I'll try to just plan out like, okay, what am I going to do? Like, I know at some point tonight, I got to swing by the co-op and get some mm. food. Yeah. And I was like, put your other bag on your bike. Your, cool. I got your, that down. I got a bag. One. Yeah. So it's just like, <laughs> all right, just kind of like having a little intention going into your day and going, okay, what do I need? Cause I think a big part of our, like the way that we live is very reactionary mm -hmm. and it's go, 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 go. And like, you don't have time to do this and you don't have time to do that. And it's like, all you need to do is like take a moment kind of maybe write some stuff down, have some intention for your day to go, okay, I need, I know I need to do these things. I'm going to write like a bullet journal. So that helps me stay organized. And I'm going to write down like the, the things I would like to get done, knowing that that might not all happen, but at least I have like a little intention and I have a, an idea of what I want to be doing and I can like prepare for it, but it's just kind of like slowly building those habits of like, oh, right. I need my bags oh get those in the car and like just like okay i've established this habit so what's the next one all right mm -hmm. maybe i don't want to use ziploc bags anymore so there's alternatives you know like beeswax paper stuff <laughs> that beeswax wraps rather that you can put on and like i just got one of those the other day and i was like oh it's kind of cool works good for cheese it's crazy um I've never yeah i've heard of that and there's like silicone huh. like reusable baggies so there's like oh, alternative yeah. stuff that you can use that's like washable and reusable i mean i and i was still like i will like wash my plastic bags too and like reuse them multiple oh, wow. times because okay. yeah I'm, I'm that person <laughs> um, that's okay that's good <laughs> wish more people did that yeah and it like it becomes like there's a point where there's like a diminishing returns on that activity but at the same time it's like all right how can i slow my own life down so i'm not relying on this packaging or all of this even um getting to go foods at the co-op i've gotten really in the habit of bringing my own containers mm -hmm. so i don't use their stuff because even though it's compostable like that stuff doesn't actually compost well in um it won't compost in your backyard and they let you bring in your own container yeah they oh, do oh really which is okay. nice i know yeah, it's nice some grocery i think there's like some some grocery stores don't allow you to do that for their um their like bulk goods because that's oh. like another thing that i'll do like i'll get the bulk goods stuff mm -hmm. instead of like the other packages like the 
other packaged stuff. So then that's less waste as well. Um, but yeah, depending on what they have, like some of them have paper bags that you can put them in, but usually it is plastic. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of this whole thing of like, okay, how do I actually do this? But if I figure if I'm buying it in bulk and I'm buying like, even if it's still encased in plastic, it's like one plastic bag as opposed to like, you know, 12 over whatever the course of the time that you're doing stuff, but right. definitely not perfect. There's so much space to improve on that, but, um, yeah, just make a decision to do a little thing, like maybe stop buying bottled water and bring a, like, that's another thing that I did was just bring a water bottle with me. I always Mm -hmm. have a water bottle with me in some form. So I'm never like, Oh, I have to, I'm so thirsty. I need to go buy a bottle of water from the store. It's like, I can usually find water to fill it with kind of thing. And always bringing my to go mug when I have coffee, like just, I carry way too yeah, much stuff. Like <laughs> no, I do that too. I always have a water bottle. I swear. I feel like I have five cups like always in my car, like yeah. a water bottle, something for something hot, maybe like another drink that's not water. Right. I'm like, I'm thirsty. <laughs> I don't want to waste <laughs> bottles and buy them. Yeah. Um, and it's expensive. And that's yeah. another thing about minimalism is like you will Probably save, save money. Yeah. You totally start saving money because you're just not buying as much. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh man, that's pretty cool. I actually like have some money in my savings account. Do you ever, do you ever like, this just made a good idea that I might actually do. Like if you go to the store and you want something, but then you don't buy it because you're like, I don't need it. But then you take that money and put it like somewhere else and then save it for to actually like go on a trip or do something for yourself with. Yeah. I've heard of people doing that. I, um, I haven't cause I don't work. I don't use a lot of cash, but I, I have. I I check in, I check in and like, I use mint, which helps me like track everything. Okay. So that's really powerful. So it's like, I can see what my budgets are, see where I'm spending money and be like, okay, yeah, you're, this is a trend. You like to, your food is expensive because you like to get good food for yourself. That's fine. You're not going to minimize there. Like it's fine. Yeah. I don't feel too bad about that, but I know that like my shopping, you know, like bucket has definitely like decreased over time that we're not spending as much as we used to sort of thing and like just seeing that there is like a good reminder as well um and then just having like separate savings accounts and stuff to kind of just like all right that's my travel fund and like this Mm -hmm. is the house fund and I can see it visually in there oh good I am making progress and all that stuff so it all kind of intertwines for me yeah yeah that is yeah that's really smart I need to be more (laughs) minimalistic um I'm trying to think here do you, so like environmentalism and minimalism, is there anything else that you think relates to that? Or is there anything else that plays a part in how you feel about these topics? Or is there anything else that like goes hand in hand with it that you think like contributes to minimalism or environmentalism? Um maybe just kind of creativity and having creative solutions for things, kind of thinking outside the box. Cause I kind of going back to like consumeristic culture of like, you just automatically doing these things. Cause that's how you're being marketed to. And like, mm-hmm. you're not really thinking about what you're doing. And then once you start to kind of think about the environment a little more and you think about minimalism and you're trying to apply those things in your life, you come up with creative solutions for things, which is the creative reuse part of my life of like, right. Oh, I have these things. They're interesting materials what can I do with them? And it generates a lot of like creativity and exploration in my own life that is like good for mental health. Right. And like that you produce this thing that you made with your own hands and that's very gratifying and it feels good. And then it feels good to share that with other people 
if they want to learn about it and it's just nice like for me that's like so engaging and it like it makes my heart so happy when people ask me questions or are interested in it and they want to learn and then I can kind of help them learn and like show them something and they get like mm -hmm. really excited about it and I'm like ah I'm so happy we could share that and like go go do your creative things and just seeing other people I mean there's so many people I follow on Instagram and online that are creative reuse makers and they just make the most beautiful things and it's just you know it's garbage they've taken this thing that people don't always even register as they're walking down the street and make it into something beautiful that sounds great I think you should actually start you should start a group where people come together and make art because I think a lot of people would come to that and you guys could all share and talk about ideas and make art together um yeah yeah I'm uh, I'm running workshops so um that's just started so I'm working on that that's my goal for this year for creative <laughs> reuse running workshops and getting people to come out and share and create well thanks Jess I want to thank you for coming on our show life